0: Welcome to You Get a Rose. I'm your host, Hannah W. Super excited to talk about all of the drama built into this week's episode and to talk about our new host, JoJo, whom I loved. And here to discuss the hot goss with me is none other than my co-host, Mike Fotis. Hello! Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me. It's
0: so nice to see you. <laughs> Let's talk about the episode. I yes. I wanna, before we even get into this. You and I have not been able to connect about the show at all the entire time that has been on this season. So I want to hear in the briefest of terms tell me your hot takes on Claire even though that feels like it was ancient history. Tell me what you thought about her slice of the pie this season. I, f-
1: I feel like Claire had a switch on her that was, that says cry or not cry. <laughs> and it was like jammed on the cry function mm-hmm. the entire time. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all about her finding happiness and joy but like literally within seconds every episode she was on the verge of crying and telling everyone what she deserved which is true everyone deserves to find the person they love but it was like constantly over and over again right and i feel like if dale had known that his season was only going to be three episodes long or whatever it was i just i don't i wonder how much true love that actually is I'm I'm, i'm a cynic
0: I feel like you can either just be a strong person, or you can talk about being a strong person while you can consistently demonstrate weakness. So, <laughs> uh,
1: the I I did laugh out loud the one time, and I'm gonna I'm gonna maul it a little bit. But basically, she was like, she like walked into the room with all the bachelors. <laughs> she was like, "Pay attention to me," and they were all like, "Okay." <laughs>
0: What, she was like, pay attention to me, but I refuse to give you the same respect. Yes. And I yes. deserve to not give you the same respect.
1: Yeah. And I will say, all I will really say about it is I got way more into it with Tasha. Me too. Because she just seems much cooler and just...
0: It's just like pretty easy to get along with. Like I could actually hang out with Taysha and enjoy it. And Claire, would be worried. I would be offending her all the time. I would be so worried about what to say.
1: Oh, God. You'd get her order wrong at Starbucks if you were trying to do a nice thing to like pick her up (laughs) coffee. And then you'd have to hear about how you don't really listen. (laughs) She'd be like,
0: I'm lactose intolerant. (laughs) And you got me regular milk.
1: What is this?
0: Dale would what never do that. What is this? Dale would never.
1: No. Dale's okay. like just sitting staring at the wall. Yeah, he's like,
0: please let please let me leave. <laughs> I just want to get a little famous and then be done. <laughs> um, okay, this week's episode, we started off with JoJo as the host, which I knew was coming from like the rumor mill, whatever conversation mill we knew JoJo was coming on, but still shocks me that they refused to preview it.
1: Yeah, like, that was weird.
0: Why didn't they just let us know she was coming on this episode? Because we were just waiting for it to happen.
1: I don't. I, I guess I didn't really like pay attention to that part. So when Chris Harrington came on and was like <laughs> taking Har- my kid to college, Harrington. What's his name? <laughs> Chris Harrison. His name. Harrison. Or. So <laughs> like, I'm terrible with names. I'm, I'm shocked I got Chris. You're not the first person to do right. that
0: on this podcast.
1: <laughs> so Chris Harris, that's his name, Chris Harrison. Yeah. I I do 100% believe you, obviously, but, like, in my mind, he's been Chris Harrington for, like, yeah, three years. Yeah. Anyway, Chris Harrison came in and was like, I'm taking my kid to college. Bye. And I was like, hey, what? That what? To me, it was just so weird that he even had to make that announcement and yeah. introduce this person.
0: Well, the th- show's never been hosted by anyone else, ever. He's never missed an episode. So that's oh. why it probably felt like he – it was probably him saying, look, guys, I got to – Take my kid to college, and that requires me to quarantine for two weeks before I can even go see him. So, what are we gonna do here?
1: Yeah, I mean that makes a lot of sense. That makes more sense than, in my mind, his his encounter with Ed with the wine and that visit from. Yeah, so <laughs> weird. Like, I need I need two weeks off. I need a that break. That was just what was that?
0: Well, they're usually not filming at this time. So, like when this was filming, what August, September? Yeah. Um, they're usually not filming anything because they're done filming Paradise and they have like a break before they film The Bachelor. So usually he probably gets to start the school year off with his kid. And this year it's like, uh, hey, I got to take a little breaky break.
1: Dad, take me to Penn State or wherever that child is yeah,
0: going. Somewhere. What's the richest school that you can think of? That.
1: Harvard. Harvard. Obviously
0: <laughs> with Bennett's behavior. Oh um, my tell God. me, what did you think of JoJo as a host?
1: I thought she was good. I, I didn't think she really had that much to do. She was only point,
0: on the show like twice the whole episode.
1: Yeah. At one point, like Noah checked himself out in the mirror, and she sort of was like, What was that? That was dumb. You're dumb. I mean, she <laughs> yeah. didn't say those things, but that was basically her three lines of hosting. Yeah. And that she was like, figure yourself out. And then she like disappeared. So
0: I like that she okay, so she walks in the room and they're all like Gzawi, like, yoi, 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 she's attractive. Like, their eyes go everywhere, and they don't know what to do, because, like, they, they don't even, like, you look at the guys, they're all, like, looking at her boobs, and they're, like, looking at her butt, and then they're trying to look away, because, like, she's beautiful, right? She's a former mm-hmm. bachelorette, but she she did not give them one ounce of even, like, mild kindness, and I loved it. She just came in, and she was like, hi, I'm the host, you guys have it, been messing with Tasha I don't like it, so figure it out. Goodbye.
1: It Goodbye. was some serious professionalism <laughs> happening. Yes. And I imagine like if there was a bachelorette in like Germany or something that had the same sort of toe. That's it how like, it is, yeah. This is what we're doing. Yes. We are going to we're find going, love.
0: You are going on the date. Don't mess <laughs> it up. That have was not fun. a great German accent, but <laughs> it
1: was pretty good. <laughs> have fun.
0: Have fun on the date. <laughs>
1: Desha? Desha? So, i thought she was fine i i just thought i guess i'm also surprised like they're they just sort of pop in and out like what yeah, a hosting her total runtime
0: was like 38 seconds i feel yeah, like so
1: maybe i do and she think got to stay at a nice resort
0: that's tr- well but not really la quinta is not that great obviously with nobody around the food, oh. from what I hear from listening to other podcasts, with, <laughs> uh, from listening to Bachelor Happy Hour, which is uh, features Rachel Lindsay and Becca Kufrin, both of whom went to La Quinta to do some things for this show. Um, mm. Both of them said they basically got like bagged lunches in their rooms. And you had to really? stay in your room. And be quarantined. So that sounds awful. And it's like hundred and twenty degrees. <laughs> sounds awful. Everything about it sounds bad. So I think JoJo was good. Like it was funny to me how how much she completely brushed off any sort of level of flirtation. Like like she was just like, No, I'm not here for that. I'm not here to make you feel happy. I'm here to tell you what you what you're doing wrong. <laughs> I love that she was like, Noah and Bennett, you've basically ruined it for everybody. Go figure it out. Goodbye. Oh, my God. I think we'll see more of her in the rose ceremony, obviously, but that got cut short. So that's probably why. Oh, that's right, because this was TBC. Yeah. So like we would have gotten more of JoJo for the rose ceremony having a little conversation maybe again with Taysha? But I I thought it was funny that they pretended to know each other in the beginning. I can't imagine why JoJo and Taysha would know each other.
1: I was actually going to ask you about that because I was like, do they know each other? They well, seem like so, they're really good pals.
0: Well, yeah, I think they probably faked that. But like, I mean, JoJo was on years ago. And she's since, since she was on, she's been married to her, the person she chose, Jordan Rogers, And um, she's been like I'll really making a name for herself in, in the world of um, like HGTV, like home, home renovation. Uh-huh. So she and Jordan have their own stuff going on. They have their own presence outside of Bachelor Nation. So I don't – she's obviously friendly with the franchise or so she wouldn't be hosting. But her name, the main name she's making for herself, is now definitely separate from the franchise. Tasha's relatively new. I can't imagine that they would have ever interacted on purpose.
1: Well, you could have fooled me. Could have fooled that is me. all Good I'm gonna acting. say, because I was like, "Oh my God, they're pals. Maybe they're all pals. Maybe I know, they're all friends."
0: Tisha's like, "You're the perfect person to be here," and I'm like, "Why? What? <laughs> what about your experience is similar? JoJo was picked as the bachelorette first. She wasn't brought in halfway through. Like, she knew it was going to be Jordan from the very beginning, and she had a very like easy love story so far. You seem to love." Literally every man in the show.
1: Everybody.
0: <laughs> I don't see what's similar about you pretty much in any way.
1: I, I, I kind of checked out on it a little bit because, like, I didn't pick up that she was the host in that moment. and But then so I only really remember when they greeted each other in the doorway. And yeah. then uh, JoJo was like, you look amazing. And then Tayshia was like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> then they went sit down. And I was like, what's going on?
0: Don't you say that. That's how, women, it. that's how women interact with each other. We'll be like, you're so pretty. And they'll be no, I'm not.
1: You are. Incorrect.
0: <laughs> Incorrect.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, uh. So, okay. So after JoJo shows up, then we see, like, we pretty much get right to Zaxi's one-on-one. What were your thoughts about Zaxi coming into this episode?
1: I don't know. He seems nice. He seemed like... I wouldn't be shocked if he was in a Blink-182 cover band (laughs) or like (laughs) just something like that. You know what I mean? He's so
0: white. In every way, he's so white.
1: Yeah. It's not that I don't think his story wasn't compelling because I thought like, oof, that's a lot of stuff to open up about on national television. And I'm happy that it seems like he has, truly does seem like he's maybe sort of found a new route for himself. Um, So it feels weird for me to say... The, fu- the next thing, which is I just think he's boring.
0: I do, too. I just and don't I feel think like he's, th- he's he's trying to just do the right thing. And I don't know that he's necessarily connecting with Tasha, rather than just trying to always get it right.
1: I agree with that. And I also just don't quite understand why she seems so he's into so him. He's so boring. Yeah. And like like, of the
0: dudes, he's the least attractive easily. Besides Ed, who's like a monster, but.
1: (laughs) Really, don't get me started on Ed unless you want an entire sub series. I
0: know he was barely in this episode, so we'll have to revisit. We'll have to have Ed chat later on.
1: Because he was like, what's happening? Yeah, he said, oh, oh, I'm I'm barely here. (laughs) I'm Ed. But uh, (laughs) that's how I picture him every single time. Ed for sure at one point in his life, is going to sell those inflatable, like, wobbly things that are at car dealerships. He's
0: going to sell those, not the cars?
1: Yeah, those are just what he sells. <laughs> Someone has to do it. He's like, I'm not into cars. Someone's but cold call
0: calling car dealerships to be like, I know what you need. How have your sales been? I know what you, you need.
1: you need a gorilla? <laughs> um,
0: honestly, anyway.
1: God, I wish that was his backstory. But anyway, yeah, so, other guy. Zaxi. Zaxi I don't know. I, he just seems like he probably played on a high school hockey team, yeah. for a little bit. Was maybe in the spring play, but it wasn't a big part. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? He's right. just, he's just, he's drifting through his life to what will be his inevitable end, which we all experience. And I hope it's far away for him. Right. I just mean <laughs> his, dark. His book doesn't have a lot of chapters that seem like I'm too excited to read about. Yeah.
0: Like he has – don't get me wrong. His story was super compelling. You know, he had a brain tumor. Then after he had it removed – yeah, it started off with a brain tumor. He had it removed at 23. He became addicted to the pain meds he was on. Started partying, drinking, doing drugs. He got married super young got arrested, got a DUI. His wife left him and then basically he said it took him about eight months to hit rock bottom. Like that's a compelling story. Like that person, first of all, I, I don't like anybody who hasn't had trauma. You know what I mean? You got to really, <laughs> most of your friends have had some trauma. So that's how you can relate to each other. Like, oh, your life has been hard too. Like, okay, great. We can get along. Um, So I get that. Like it made me, op- I, I warmed up to him a little bit. Like, okay, he's not just completely stale toast. He's got, like some background that actually probably makes him more empathetic and maybe a little bit better person. Probably a little more patient, more understanding for sure, non-judgmental. But at the same time, I'm just like, and does is that like your your sordid past can't make up for your current lack of interesting points?
1: Yeah, I feel like so. Let's imagine that we all have a silo filled with adventure
0: let's let's imagine that
1: his silo is very low now and that's probably good for him for the rest of his life yeah because he filled it up
0: so high in the beginning
1: he filled it up he was using a lot of it yeah so it's probably good that you know he doesn't need to transport a lot of excitement corn to any more stores yeah but at the same time Chap like I said, chapters one through seven look pretty cool. Chapter eight, like, I don't know, do I like hivier cup food more? Like, <laughs> that's like what else is he gonna do?
0: So one thing that, that caught me, and I don't know, I'm probably reading into this, but he said something that I thought was a little strange. He said he said he went to rehab and then he went from being in rehab to all these years later being on the board of rehab. When I I I have a lot of people who have gone through rehab in my life. I personally haven't, but I have a lot of people who I know who have gone through recovery and are are always in recovery. They always have a pretty specific number when they say all these years later. They usually say now 11 and a half years later. Like, they keep track of that. You know what I mean? So I thought it was like a – I don't know what – it got me weird. It made me feel like he's hiding something.
1: Well, I didn't necessarily think he was hiding something because I also sort of caught that. Yeah. But I think I I maybe came at it from – A benevolent place of just sort of like maybe he just didn't want to say the number because the number might scare Tasha. You know what I mean? It might be too low. Or too too whatever. You know what I mean? I I don't know which way, but like he says it and then she's like, Oh my god, like you said you were in rehab. I didn't realize it was for two years or or whatever it's gonna be. You know what I mean? So and he could
0: have relapsed or something and ended up maybe he counts like he could say Oh well, now I've been in rehab for six years. Well, he's thirty six, and she's doing her math. Like, okay, you started you started drugs at twenty three, right? He doesn't have to explain the whole story to us.
1: Yeah, I, okay. I was thinking that there might be like a relapse thing in there, and then whereas you probably should view that as success—that you relapse, but you got yourself back into a place yep. where you're trying to. I don't know, I think probably what really amounts to a second date, I would be a little bit like, yeah. do I bring up that part now? You know, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm going to accept your benevolence on that, and I won't read into it as a negative. I just thought it was strange it stuck out to me a little bit, because usually you do hear like, because people get like a chip, you know, for however many years, like they have mm-hmm. a really, I'm sure he knows exactly how long it's been.
1: Oh, so yeah, 100%
0: um let's talk about earlier in the date before we even went to the dinner where we found out all the stuff about zach earlier in the date they like did this horrible thing where they set up a photo shoot where taisha had to wear a wedding dress even though they know her past and like the fact that she's been married before and did not have a you know didn't enjoy the divorce process i thought that was like so crappy of the producers to do
1: well, and it was the first time I realized. Like, I knew none of the guys knew what the dates were going to be, but I actually right. thought Tasha
2: was didn't given. Know that.
1: Yeah, I thought she was given a little bit of heads up on things, and at least for that one, she for sure was not. No, and I thought it was like a raw deal. I, you could tell how upset she was, and I, this is where I also thought boring Zach did a pretty good job because he was like, I think he managed navigated that. Fairly I think he well. actually
0: did really well right yeah. there. Because he said, I, like, hey, we don't have to do this if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have to do anything you don't want to do. And that was really kind. And I would love to have heard that in that situation if I was her.
1: Yeah. I I just felt bad for her because it was a moment where I was like, Oh, I think she just feels pressured to do this for the show. Yeah. Um And, and you I can just... tell
0: they also forced her into the most wedding dress of wedding dresses because yeah. they got to that room and there was like this. Short metallic, crazy giant shoulder pad thing that she could have picked that and had a lot of fun with it, but instead they put her in this like elegant, classic white wedding dress. What I'm you like, might Ugh. actually
1: wear, yes. And, and she's so outgoing and fun. I full disclosure to I just really like her. I think me she's too. cool, me
0: too.
1: And you could see like a real big personality shift in that. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's necessarily great at hiding when she's happy about something or not happy about something.
0: No, she's not. not. A, that's
1: not a judgment. That's just what it is. Yeah. And like the second that started, that was interesting to me because that 10-minute date or what the 10 minutes we saw was just, wow, watching this person have to try to navigate this when she was clearly not having a good time. And I did think Zach C came through there. I do think so moment. too.
0: And that I, he like, uh, okay, I warmed up to him then, because I think he did a good job. You could tell she was upset because she couldn't even enjoy the glory of Franco Lacosta.
1: Oh my gosh! The
0: photographer sent from heaven.
1: <laughs> he was he was just a joy.
0: He had this little scarf on, and then also the shortest shorts and bright purple slippers. It was so incredible. And he yeah, was like, he was ready for this the day. It about just like really showing your love through the pictures. And then when they showed the photographs, they were like these fuzzy. Like life touch photos that were so badly done. I was like, "This is what he got." They're I, like blurry and weirdly like, "What's that? What is that?" When they're like fogged out, when people have no pores and they look like fake Photoshop. So stupid. It's
1: like soft touch and like soft touch. I, I, in my mind, I was like, "Oh, did he fool everybody?" Maybe yeah, he's he, not really he's a, not photographer. a photographer. <laughs> I think he
0: works at J.C. Penny Photo Studio. Oh, you do.
1: Um,
0: They didn't even feature the dress in any of them either. They were like it was all close-ups of their faces.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you mentioned like my drill just been pictures of like trees. And other stuff he thought was interesting. I just
0: wrote the photos in giant capitals on my, on my
1: page. <laughs> well, if she didn't want to have to remember it, she won't have to with those photos. Right, right, So in that way, it was good. But I thought he was amazing, and I did think he might have fooled everybody. I think
0: he did. I feel like this date with Zach C was interesting because she brought up, um, like, oh, I usually like to only be with younger men, which we know from her past. and the The dudes that she's chosen to be interested in now in now, the ones that she's connecting with, Ivan, brendan, zach and and Ben, they're not easy. They all have like a a history a, a textured past. They all have mm-hmm. like drama in their lives. And I'm so curious like what that experience must be like for her because it seems like she goes for like probably traditionally guys like Noah who are good time guys who just want to party and have fun. And now she's got these four dudes to choose from that are like, heavier you know they have Mm -hmm. more to them which is good that's probably going to build for a better relationship but it's curious it's like
1: the first time you go to Trader Joe's and you're (laughs) like oh my god this is what frozen dinners could be
0: (laughs) wait I can enjoy this I can actually eat well
1: (laughs) oh my god this is amazing
0: (laughs) okay so uh, Zaxi gets the rose we finish up that date we're going to take a break and when we come back we're going to talk about all the stuff that happened after that And we're back. Okay. So after we saw um, Zach C., we went on the group date. And there was some, it was like, you know, we kind of thought, okay, here's some more naked stuff again. <laughs> the way the things they come up with for the group dates are so, so sad because they just have that one La Quinta to work with. <laughs>
1: those,
0: those like set of conference rooms is all they have.
1: I wondered who those models were. Oh yeah. those were those like employees who were like, Pay me, I'll do this.
0: <laughs> I was like I was telling Josh, like, I think that they went to the local co op and just picked up two people who like don't have work right now and were like, Hey, will you guys hang out for two weeks in La Quinta for free and then do this one thing <laughs> where you stand naked with each other?
1: The guy struck me as a magician and he's had trouble booking shows. It would be hard. So yeah. You it can't be do, hard. you can't do magic in a in a pandemic, especially no. like close up magic. No, they, so he exactly over Zoom, over Zoom. Come what, on. <laughs>
0: what if it goes? You know, what if it, your thing freezes and then people can see, like in the middle of the trick where you're doing the trick part and everyone sees it?
1: Sees yeah. how you do it. Yeah. Sees how the cheese is made. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! You're <laughs> kicked they, out of the magic. They were a romantic
0: couple. They were not. She was like ugh.
1: No, they were like, they, or they've done it forever. And it's just such a business relationship at yeah, this point. Yeah, that's true. That they could just be doing They could be smearing peanut butter and jelly at each other and just being like, <laughs> well, my kid's got Little <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Okay, so they do like this whole art thing and... There's a couple elements to it. They, like, sketch. What I thought was funny about this date is, like, it seems like most of the guys took every part of it as seriously as they possibly could, which I thought was kind of sweet. And they also all were giving each other props the whole time, besides Bennett and Noah, which we'll get to. They mostly were, like he did a good job like good job Riley like good job Ben they were all just kind of propping each other up like great work Ivan
1: (laughs) it was great I remember that I recognized that too and it was just like they were all just so supportive of each other and I was like oh they really all have kind of become friends it's kind of been
0: like that all season
1: yeah they're like I didn't know that about him right that's really important I was like that's really sweet
0: (laughs) so sweet so they did that like kind of revealing thing towards the end where they did a self-portrait and i actually thought like i was thinking about what would i do for a self-portrait i thought people came up with some pretty creative ways without with limited artistic ability to kind of demonstrate who they are and Tasha was very moved by the whole thing i can see why um like ivan's thing about the puzzle piece and her interacting that was so sweet and like some of the other guys getting into their thing what did you think about riley
1: I liked that one. I thought that that was really good. I was like, I was sort of expecting, because I did think everybody was doing a nice job of opening up, but it was sort of like, all of them were kind of like, but with you, I feel like myself being depleted. He was like, "Um, my My mom asked me what was missing growing up, and I was like, you? (laughs) I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I I clapped. I was like, wow. He really went for it. Yeah, so I, I really liked it, um, and I, just I thought it was like really Riley bold.
0: Is a little too serious, generally for Tasha especially, but for anyone, he's like very serious. And even in this story, I liked the story, but I was just like, calm down with the presentational attitude, you know? Because he's a lawyer, like maybe he takes on this attorney role all the time. He's like, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I have here to present <laughs> to you my mother trauma. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, That's a good point. It was very presentational. Yeah. I can't see him at like a lawyer holiday party like being no. like super fun, fun to talk to. No.
0: no. I think he's the kind of person that like when he has a few drinks in him, he just gets more serious. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, no. How did I end mm-hmm. up at the party cornered by this guy?
1: Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. Like you go to a baseball game with him and he's like, I have to do my scorecard. Yes.
0: Yes. He <laughs> will find the right person. But yeah. that person is going to be want to take – like Claire probably would have been a good fit for him because – he would take her so seriously and she mm-hmm. like she needs to be taken so seriously but Tate's just like not the right fit.
1: It's, no, I don't think so. You can kind of tell.
0: And then thoughts on Ben stripping down and getting naked?
1: Well, I mean if you're scared of public speaking or don't think you're really good at verbally communicating, I suppose your big wild card play, the ace in your pocket, so to speak, is uh, stripping down naked. But
0: what if you're hot as hell and your body is cut from marble? Does that feel like it's fair?
1: I mean, I am. And <laughs> is it's it like...
0: vulnerable to get down to your skivvies when you look like that?
1: <laughs> yeah, but yes, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. I, I hear I hear what you're saying on that. I... um. I thought it was good. I thought I I thought he just left. Like I thought he had like a little panic attack and <laughs> left. And I was yeah. like, Wow, he's just he really can't handle that. He's not involved in any individual dates. Um, and <laughs> And he's just losing it. And then I was like, Oh, maybe he's coming back with something he like has made in his room mm-hmm. over the course of several <laughs> nights. <laughs> like here's I could the box. see him doing
0: that. Yes, yeah,
1: me too. And you're like, This is what I did when I was in the army. And then um but then he came and he just sort of stripped down.
0: Yeah.
1: And yeah, like you say, he's in good shape. I didn't. I couldn't get a vibe on Tasha's reaction at first. At first, I thought she was like, I thought she was mad or like freaked out, and
0: then she was sort of like tearing up. She liked it.
1: Yeah, she really did. So he won. He he seized the moment or whatever she's been asking him to do. But I I thought it was a little silly.
0: I just think the whole thing, like their relationship, is too dramatic to be a good long term relationship. It's so hot and cold. She gets mad at him sometimes. She doesn't feel like he's putting in enough. Like that is never a good recipe for a long-term relationship. That person is like someone you lust for and you have like a fling in the summer and then you you move on because it's too dramatic.
1: Two things about him. One, he really needs validation. Mm-hmm. Like he needs a lot of it, which, you know, mm-hmm. so, so do I. I get it. And then also though, <laughs> like all of his t-shirts, why are the collars so wide?
0: Oh my God, it's a trend on the season. Ed it's has the really... craziest collars I've ever seen.
1: Of course Ed does. Of course like, Ed does. It's like
0: they're sharing... These big scoopy neck t-shirts, everyone has them. They look like they got stretched out in the wash.
1: Yeah, it looks like they shrunk. It like must be they to shrunk.
0: show off the, <laughs> the person shrunk. <laughs> it must be to show off, like, the collarbone or something. I don't know. That's not a trend I'm up to date on, and I don't really get it.
1: I Every time he goes out, I'm like, put out a shirt that fits. Right. So, um, I mean,
0: he does, like, the night portion of the date, he, he tells the story about... Um, how he had an eating disorder and he was bulimic for 15 years or 10 to 15 years. I was kind of unsure about the timeline. Like, I appreciate sure that he opened up about that. Um, I still don't think, like, I just don't think he's fully there to be with Tasha. I think he's there to, like, I think he's convinced himself that he's in love with Tasha. Yeah, and Tasia's convinced herself that she loves him too, but I just don't think it's true.
1: Well, what's weird about it is how often do you see someone open up about an eating disorder, and then you're still like, this guy is still like weirdly closed off. He
0: felt like he was he was telling her, but also staying distant from it at yeah. the same time. Yeah, like, that's exactly. Like maybe how it he felt. actually needs to go to a little more therapy about it, so he's not like weirdly dissociating while he talks about it.
1: Mm-hmm. That's exactly how I felt. So I yeah. don't think that they're gonna make it.
0: No, I really hope that she doesn't end up picking him because I don't think it'd be a good a good connection.
1: You think it's? I don't think it's that. I don't think there's that big of a risk of it. But maybe I hope I not. No,
0: I don't know. I'm I'm totally spoiler free, but I don't think he's in the in the running for the top two anymore. Yeah. Um, she still she does give him the rose, and I think that's always appreciated validation when someone like really opens up to you. That's probably a nice thing to do. Um, and she obviously wants to keep him around.
1: Yeah. I think like in the same way that you don't want to get kicked off a of bake off first. You know what I mean? Like if you're a contestant, yeah. you're like, God, don't kick me off first. Yeah, I don't care if it's second. Don't. I think if I were on that show, I'd be like, God, just get one rose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just get one. <laughs> just
0: get one. Oh my God! Can you get one?
1: Yeah. God, are <laughs> you so unlovable that you
0: can't even get one? <laughs> especially because the first one's probably just purely based on physical attraction like what a rejection yeah not even hot enough
1: and you know you're going in like i know i'm going into that first one like okay this is all personality yeah right so if by week three i haven't gotten a rose yet if how how am i still on
0: if i can't do well based on personality i am effed because that is all i have to offer that is my number one go-to is lead with the personality first because everything else is a questionable thing. You know what I mean?
1: I keep picturing myself like in that wrestling one that they did. Oh like being like like looking at Taysha and being like, I don't know, should we just call this? Yeah. Cause like if this is what you need, like it's yeah. okay.
0: I always think about um like if I was on The Bachelor And, like, this the first time we had a pool party and I was the one in, like, a a one-piece and sweatpants. I
1: feel like...
0: I'd be like, is it okay for me to just go home now? Is it okay?
1: (laughs) I'd be like, I'm wearing this 1910 (laughs) sun hat and... Full body suit. (laughs) One-piece tank, please.
0: Yes. I don't like to show off.
1: (laughs) I'm from the Midwest.
0: My body is pale as ice.
1: Let's play the trumpet.
0: (laughs) Okay. uh, So... We end with like a Bennett and Noah like kind of tiff before we get into the whole next day, but let's save Bennett and Noah for later because there's a lot more like to unpack there. Before we move on to the easy one-on-one, I do want to hear from our gossip reporter, Angela. So let's hear what she has to tell us this week.
2: What's up, batches? It's Angela, and I am back for another gossip and drama-filled week. Let's start with Ari Ludendike Jr. He's gotten into a bit of hot water on Instagram. Her and Taylor, I, was she from Nick Vile season? I'm pretty sure because she's the one who was like emotional intelligence. Anyway, her Instagram handle is Tay Mocha and she is a sex therapist getting her PhD. She also does sponsored posts on Instagram for a variety of sex toys, I guess you could say. Anyway, her and Ari kind of got into a little tiff over the election and what it means to be united. Ari actually came at Taylor for posting an ad for a uh, sex toy and Ari called her classy but more so in a derogatory term. Taylor was having none of that. I highly recommend that everyone reads her clap back on Instagram. Go Taylor. Next up last night we saw Tasha send easy home so let's resurrect his um Reported sexual assault claims. Sounds like the network investigated and they found the results inconclusive, therefore, not seeing any major issue to react upon or take action for. This woman, I found her tweets who is accusing him of sexual assault and. Uh, She just mentions that she all she wants is to not relive her trauma over and over again by letting this man exist on a public sphere. That's all this week, Batches. Catch you next week.
0: Awesome. Uh, Ari sucks, and he's probably the worst (laughs) in every other way. So go, Taylor. And also, I definitely wanted her to talk about that stuff with Easy this week because we saw him on this episode and we got like some time with him. And before we even talk about him, I just want to acknowledge that like there's allegations out there. The allegations essentially say that something happened without full detail because she does, the woman was like tweeting about it. She doesn't want to relive it, but that something happened to her and a non-consensual interaction um, between her and him in college before he was even drafted into the NFL, before any of this happened, that she hasn't really talked about it publicly. And that now she's talking about it because she doesn't want to see him being paraded on TV, and basically what we know about the thing that ABC did—they called it inconclusive because it turns—it's like all there is is her story versus his story. There's no evidence because she never reported it, and we know that most women who are sexually assaulted or abused don't report it. So I'm erring on the side that she's telling the truth and that that story is real. So we're gonna go into that part of the conversation with that in our minds knowing that that's true and and still talk about like what we saw between easy and taisha but we won't spend a ton of time on their date okay so let's do it so we get on to the easy date let's talk about the logistics of this date
1: the haunted house
0: the quote-unquote haunted house that they created in la quinta
1: yeah that was so hannah you know me i love ghosts me too. And i love haunted house mm-hmm. i love haunted things we,
0: in fact you and i have done a ghost show together before we have
1: <laughs> we have so like we both are like pretty big fans yeah so yeah, we're pretty big fans of ghosts yes anyway <laughs> they are but, real so yeah totally wonders. real so everybody knows that <laughs> and um so at first i was like oh my god like, this is how naive I was. I was like, how lucky that this has been built on, like, a haunted house or whatever crazy story <laughs> you that You just built said, on.
0: like, yes, I'm into it.
1: 100%. And then, like, within a minute, I was like, oh, this is all made up. Yeah. And I was so pouty about it the whole time because, like, I hate fake stuff like that. But Ugh.
0: some PA really worked hard to type out that book in old-time font And I'm not talking about old time as a descriptor. I'm talking about old time as the name of the font. Mm -hmm. And she, like, you know, it was a a woman PA. She spent, like, hours writing an entire book about this made-up man who, maybe the story was real, but certainly the place isn't haunted.
1: Right, right. <laughs> that's, that's what I was trying to say. The story might have been real, but the, it wasn't at the Lakinta. Right. And, like, you're right about that. So, like, that person worked so hard. She worked so
0: hard. I want to give her credit for that. And also, like, so it was someone's idea. And if I was a PI, I would have totally come up with this. Like, let's somehow make it a fake haunted house because what else are we going to do? We'll just turn up the AC in one of the rooms. We'll print off some random family photos and hang them in really cheap frames (laughs) all over this room. We'll make it pitch flipping black by turning off all the street lamps and making the inside super dark. And then we'll just go like, when they're in the room.
1: (laughs) And didn't they do it in the tennis courts, too? Where they're like, what's that noise? (laughs) Yes,
0: (laughs) in the tennis courts. I enjoyed it. Personally, I would have loved to be on that date because I'll let myself get freaked out in any scenario. I just love to be scared. So I'm like... Oh, go ahead. Freak me out. You want to turn the lights off and make a baby noise? I'll scream. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Like, that would be the best date. I went on a date many, many, many years ago where we went um, to, like, a haunted hayride kind of thing. And it was, like, enough into the date dates where it was, like, oh, we like each other. This could turn into, like, opportunities for smooching and stuff like that. <laughs> but, like... I was so into the haunted house part of it (laughs) that I was like my whole focus was, is it gonna be scary? Yes. I wonder how they're gonna do. Is it gonna be scary (laughs)
0: enough? Probably not. Well, I thought this was good. It obviously wasn't scary enough, but they gave themselves the opportunity to be scared. And Taisha really just was scared at everything.
1: Everything. And
0: I liked how she would get totally freaked out. And then Easy would just go, what? Why? Why? What are you doing? Why?
1: <laughs> My favorite part of the whole episode was when Taisha was like, gotta go. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> You're on your own. And she yes. just like walked away. Yeah. That made me laugh. Because also I was like, oh, that's that's maybe more of her like personality popping out yeah. a little bit she it was seemed fun.
0: really fun to hang out with on that date i was like yeah. oh i would date tasha a heartbeat
1: yep we'd be a For great sure. match <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess yeah she doesn't
0: like married women
1: <laughs> but i do i do think it was a fun date the the ghost hunter in me was like oh, i wish it was real but well that's... they were
0: carrying around what like a thermal reader which yeah. I'm like, what's that doing? Reading your body heat from yourself? So I'm yeah. confused was, what a thermal well, reader is for.
1: Pointless. <laughs> so pointless. Uh, so, I mean, I, I was frustrated, but I thought it was a fun date.
0: I did think so, too. And like they, they had a fun time together. And, like, what we've known from Easy on the show, much of his storyline has been cut out in the last three episodes because the these allegations came out, and then the producers obviously did as much of a pivot as they could to not include him very much. Mm-hmm. Um so we haven't seen him do much. What we have seen is that he tends to be the kind of guy that is, like, pretty easygoing and has fun in those situations. So she picked him the right person for the right date. This date is always the kiss of death. If you've gotten to this far in the show, so we're on episode 8, I think, and it's mm-hmm. for Tasha episode 4, mm-hmm. but we're deep into the season. If you're getting a one-on-one at this point, you're going home. Unless you really, really step it up because, like, the the this is like what you always see. The lead is now trying to suss out like, are you someone that, that's even worth keeping around, or can I move on from you now? Because she knows, she knows she's connecting with Ben, she knows she's connecting with Zach, with um Brendan and with Ivan, right? She's mm-hmm. got like really strong connections built. She finds some of the other guys hot enough to keep around and smooch on. And some of the other ones, she's not going to feel bad about sending home. She's not going to feel bad about sending Riley home. She doesn't have much there with him. Bennett, Noah, she doesn't care. Right. Ed, who cares? You could send him home. You could make him the last, like, on the, like, if I was her, I would keep him around till, like, he's the fifth. So I don't have to take him to hometown to do anything cool. But, like, I don't feel bad at all for stringing him along.
1: (laughs) No, it gets to the point with Ed where you're like, he's, Even openly on camera, like, I don't know why I'm here. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: like, this part of the season is where they pick someone who they aren't sure about. And they feel bad about stringing along because they like their personality. Like, you see this over and over again. So, as soon as she picked him, I was like, oh, he's going home this week. Uh, And that's exactly what happened. They get to the night date. He confesses he's falling in love with her, which makes no sense because they had almost no time alone together. Her face just gives everything away, like you said earlier. She can't hide it anything
1: yeah I was I get. I, I wasn't expecting the big go home kind of thing I wasn't expecting her to be like I love you either, too yeah. you know what I mean especially the way her face reacted but I, I, was, I was pretty surprised when it happened well but think about like, like
0: what choice do you have at that point you can say like are you going to give them the rose and say I can't say I like you back but here's right. a rose you no, know you it's can't.
1: like yeah you can't do any of those things. I think part of it is she's just been maybe she's it's just that she is having connections with a lot of the guys. Yes. You know what I mean? And so not I him. was like Yeah. And I was like she seems to be able to find something that she does connect on. Yep. So even if she wasn't gonna say I love you back I was expecting like maybe maybe something a little bit more diplomatic. This this was the right way to go, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But like I was I, I was surprised about about that. I I, I liked
0: the way she handled it though, because I thought she was very like direct. She didn't skirt around the issue. She was just like, I don't think I can get there with you and I and you're a really nice person, so I don't want to keep you around any further. Mm-hmm. And then he was like frozen for a minute. Then he said, Are you sure? And she says, I am. You know, and he's like, Are we really doing this? And she was like, We are. And I like yeah. that. Like, she didn't pretend that it was that harder for her than it was. She just pulled off the band aid and they are going to move on. But the thing about Tasha that probably happens to her a lot is like, she is easy to fall in love with. Like, she makes you feel comfortable. She makes all the guys feel like they're best selves. They always have a good time. I'm sure she's naturally good at making people like she in the Strengths Finder. She's probably. An individualizer. She makes everybody feel good for their own reasons. And mm-hmm. it's easy to fall in love with people like that. But she's got to also be like, just so you know, you can't idealize me. Like, I don't love you back. And the thing you think you have is not happening here.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. I, I, I kind of got to the point where I was like, after I got over my shock, I was just sort of like, well, do they just mail his stuff to him? <laughs> I no, get they, so logistical. They
0: pack their bag before they go on the one-on-one date. That's why they do that whole dramatic wheeling of the bag out. And the guys are like, well, oh. that tells us that they leave the bag by the door. And then they literally just have to leave. I think in this case, they isolate them at La Quinta in a separate area for like a few days before they send them away. Oh, because
1: of, yeah. Because
0: of COVID. But um, no, they just send them away.
1: Oh They're my god. They're just
0: gone. Yeah, you have to pack before a one-on-one.
1: Well, there you go. That answers my major question that I had about it. Yeah. Because I was always like, how do they all know just immediately? Are they just hanging out in the parking lot waiting? Uh, or all how the guys? does that work? Yeah. Oh, always yeah like, because oh, yeah. Because remember, man.
0: like, you see the producer come in and wheel the bag out. That's been like a drama point on many seasons. <laughs> last year, the, so I don't hardcore. remember. Last year, there was one guy who, like, came in and wheeled the bag out, and everybody was, like, fell in love with the guy. I don't remember why one of the producers got, like, Semi-famous for a few days because of it. I don't remember why, but... Um, so he leaves. Easy's over. We don't have to talk about him anymore. Um, then we finish up with the cocktail party, pre like the pre-cocktail party, Bennett and Noah, essentially two-on-one date. I was wondering if we were going to have to go through a whole two-on-one date with these two, and I'm so glad it's just... T- it's boiling down to a two-on-one pre-date, like mm-hmm. pre-cocktail party. Um, let me hear your take before I even t- say a word about my feelings on Bennett Noah. I want to get your full assessment.
1: So I've, Noah just seems sort of like a dweeb, like sort of annoying. Like, of course he has a mustache. You know what I mean? Like, of course. Yes. Although I, I literally have a mustache while we're talking right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but really- it goes with your sort of like grumpy old man aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. And, it doesn't, and um, it doesn't make you look like a like an absolute creepy monster like it did for Noah.
1: Like the cocaine dealer in an episode yes. of Miami Vice. Right. Um, he looks like the rich kid cocaine dealer out of yeah. episode and of Miami It
0: looks like it was really hard for him to get all that hair to come in. Months. Whereas for you, Months. like if I'm guessing if you don't shave your beard for like 30 minutes, it comes back like a full shadow.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but uh, so I I'm not a huge fan of Noah. No. I liked Bennett, but I've always been like with Bennett, I've always been maybe because he reminded me of a couple friends in high school who were like I'm so smart. Yes. You need to know how smart I am all the time. And I, I, so I was always a little bit wary of him, but I was like, well, maybe he's just sort of a weirdo, but okay, right? And then I, I can't believe, I can't believe this, Hannah, that how hard I switched to Team Noah oh, in this yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. I never saw a world where that was going to happen. Me
0: neither. And here I am on hashtag Team Noah for the end of time because – it was so embarrassing what Bennett did with that fake present.
1: That was so dumb. He's like, listen to me. I'm trying to help you. Ugh. Listen to me. I'm trying to help you. Here's a book about why you're stupid.
0: Yes. It reminded me so much of this dude I went to high school with. He went to, guess what, Harvard. And when he like, would, it would see me in school, he would spend the entire interaction – telling me why I should change the way I looked and the way I was, like, perceived by others, he would be like, I just don't get you, Hannah, like, why you're good at school, and yet you dress like a punk, and people are scared of you, and so why you choose to be this way, I'll never understand, and I'm like, why are you literally talking to me right now? I actually hate you, and I, I did the graduation speech for my, for my, um, high school, And for high school, we had to, like, audition for our graduation speech. It wasn't just, like, the valedictorian. Like, you came and you brought a speech and you could audition. So I auditioned. He also auditioned. I was chosen, right? And then I wrote him into my speech. And I was, like, basically my speech was about, like, how it doesn't matter really what college you go to, that you can do whatever you want with your life and that, like, you're not a special person just for going to Harvard. And that's what I said. It doesn't matter. You're not more special if you go to Harvard. Like, you should just go where you go or move on with your life how you want and you're going to do a great job. He's Bennett grown up. Like, I'm I, I'm worried that actually they are the same person.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Bennett one day was like, oh, I'm not that smart. I'm going to just start wearing a suit yeah. all the time. That's that's my feeling of Bennett. Also I might think be he, a murderer.
0: Oh, definitely a psycho. Definitely yeah. a murderer. Very clean about it. Very, Very clean. clean. He is like, if I was Tayshia sitting there, I would be thinking to myself, This dude is a professional gaslighter. He's a manipulator. He plays that game where he's like, oh, I'm emotionless in the scenario, which makes me above it. And I can talk around circles around this guy, which makes me better than him. But it doesn't. It makes you classist. It makes you a piece of crap. <laughs> like you think you're more intelligent than him and maybe you are. And that is irrelevant in this scenario because that's not about like how smart you think you are. It's about your connection with this other person. You're s- Bennett is so obsessed with Noah that he can't move on.
1: No, it's almost like he had, knew a version of Noah back in Harvard or yep. something like that and can't let it go. Yes. And like... Every time Noah tried to say anything, Bennett was like, that's not what you meant. Mm -hmm. That's not what you actually said. And Mm -hmm. that's where I was like, okay, I'm done with you, bud. Especially because
0: um, Bennett like straight up talked and Noah didn't interrupt him one time. And Noah tried to say one word and Bennett just snipped him. And snipped him because of the way he said it, not because of what he said. And it was like, dude, let this man be. Let him say his piece. He is allowed to say his piece after you just crapped all over him.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing. I, I'm sure in a couple of weeks I'm going to hate Noah again. There's just something about him, but you can't say he's not smart because he figured out in that room. He's like, "Oh, I know how I get you eliminated." Yeah,
0: I just I don't just talk. don't say anything. Yes, because and you, you just can, dig your
1: own grave. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You can show her what kind of man you are, and I'll just let myself have the opportunity to show her who I am through our our interactions rather than yours and mine.
1: Yeah, I would be shocked if it's not uh, Bennett. After this. I think
0: they're both going home this week. Um, My guess would be that she sends them both home at the end of this conversation. But definitely Bennett is going home. No doubt about that.
1: I think the whole giving Noah a gift thing is so creepy. It's so creepy. And it's so weird that it might have actually bought Noah another week.
0: Yeah. And to come... So to come at it with, like, I brought you this gift not to actually spark a truce, but to make you feel worse about yourself and remind you that you're lacking in three areas of emotional intelligence, I was like, oh, my goodness. You are a bad person in every single way.
1: Yeah. It's terrible. It's like giving someone who isn't great with, like, using their hands a mitt of being <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, so here's like- a mitt.
0: It may be. Okay, yes, Noah is 25, and he's he is weird, and I don't like him. But, like, is it Bennett's job to s- sniff that out and report it to the world? No. No, it's fact, Ed's job. It's Ed's job. And That's I'll- all Ed's been doing. <laughs> That's right. And, like, Bennett looks so bad doing it. He is not winning any favors. I do think Bennett is probably going to end up on Paradise because of this behavior, because he's got this, like, sort of villain style, and they like that. But, like, I don't want to see him. I don't care for him and I want him to go now.
1: No, I went from, oh, I like this weirdo to I need you off the screen. Yes, I can't from the beginning
0: of the show, I was like, oh, he's, like, awkward and stiff. And now it's just like, no, actually, I think he's kind of a psycho and I would not want to be in a lo- alone in a room with him because I think he's a total manipulator and gaslighter.
1: You know what he is? He is the person who, in a group homework setting, spends the whole time Critiquing. sharing all of his freaking opinions yes you uh, can't use any of the opinions because they're dumb and he doesn't and he help it doesn't help at all no. doesn't offer and he has the nicest computer so it would actually be and the easier. biggest
0: house so you go to his house to like do yeah. the work yeah you and know then that our credit. printer
1: doesn't work yeah
0: and then on presentation day you've all written out the presentation he does all the parts and you're mm-hmm. like what but? yeah and then yeah. he gets he takes credit for the a I hate Noah. I mean, sorry. I hate Bennett. Oh, that's a farting slip because I actually hate them both.
1: Yeah, I hate them both. It's like, <laughs> it's like, which food do I like the least? Yeah, I also right think Bennett's
0: a liar. Bad. He said, like, oh, you guys, you guys all think I'm rich, but like, I didn't grow up of means. And you're like, no, that's a lie. You grew up at, at the least middle class, probably yeah. upper middle class, and now you're just richer than that. Like, I'm sorry, but you did not grow up in a poor household. The way you talk about money, if you had grown up poor. And then you had money now, you would not talk about the way you do. Like, flaunting all the time. Ugh.
1: Yeah, it was it was very strange. He's yep. very strange.
0: Yep. Tasha was pissed. She was like, I don't want to be here. The producers are making me do this. If it was up to me, I would have sent you both home last week.
1: <laughs> her, my second favorite line is, I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it, but when she saw the present, and she was like, what is that? Yes. That was a
0: weird Frankenbite, too, because we didn't see her mouth moving.
1: Yeah. So I was like,
0: when did she say that?
1: I don't know, but it was the best. It was great. And then Bennett was like, oh, I'm done. I'm done.
0: Some producer was just like, yeah. You should give him a present. Yeah, you give him a present. We'll make it look pretty. Here's a book (laughs) on emotional intelligence we just happen to have.
1: You know, that producer went to Yale. Yes. And like as soon as Bennett closed the door, I was like, you dummy. You're going you down, Bennett. Dumb Harvard. Also, guy. his
0: name is Bennett, and I feel like Bennett is such a rich Harvard kid name. He's ruined the name Bennett. Yeah. It's unfortunate. He's Bennett
1: the creepy man. The yes. Third.
0: Yes. So I predict that next week he and Noah both go home. And then I think in the rose ceremony, she also sends home Riley. Okay. And hopefully Ed.
1: See, I. I would like Ed to stick through for as long as possible. <laughs> he fascinates me. I uh, he he's not not to be so superficial, but he's not nearly as attractive as the rest of them. No, he doesn't have any type of personality whatsoever, and th- yet he's just there. Yeah, like he's there. But like,
0: if she keeps him around, is she going to go on a one on one with him? I mean, I yuck. hope so,
1: <laughs> and I hope he goes, and I hope that she like at the end of it is like. That was the best one-on-one date. I've <laughs> ever been on. I like. I'm so fascinated she by Ed. Hannah, new
0: side of him. <laughs> yeah. but like, it okay. won't happen. Let's pre- let's just like look at the calendar here, right? Okay, so we have December 8th, December 15th, December 22nd. Like, when is the show going to end? Is it going to end before Christmas or after Christmas? If we that have is. only three episodes left, then we have to backtrack from December 22nd being our proposal. So the final two, December fifteenth being the top three, December eighth f- next week has to somehow be the final four. So maybe we finish on the 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 twenty But in that case, we got to get down to four dudes next week somehow. Because uh, are we got are we not doing hometowns? Maybe we're not doing hometowns.
1: I think they're all gonna show up at the yeah. resort. So
0: we gotta get. So next week we have to get down to four guys by the end of the show. I, I, how else are they gonna do it?
1: I don't know. if Just don't count Ed out. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay. He's stuck around.
1: That's all I I'm won't. saying.
0: I think that this episode with Jojo there is going to be a real slicer dicer. And I think that's why they did To Be Continued for the, because um, mm-hmm. they, well, they thought, oh, this will add some drama. But also because I'm guessing she just traps them all down. They're just cutting dudes left and right. And she's going to get rid of at least four guys this coming episode because she has to get down to the final four. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it makes no sense.
1: I, yeah, you're right.
0: Do, are we still going to be watching the show after Christmas? I mean, like, what the heck? We're going to go straight from Taysha to the following week being Matt James. That feels aggressive.
1: He's a handsome guy. I just saw That's his ad. whole
0: theme, isn't it? Oof. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a man, a good man. I
1: nodded my head and I agreed. I, I hope like, they also, yeah.
0: like, highlight some other things about him. Because he's, like, a charitable guy, too. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He's probably intelligent. He... Was also, I think, a football player at Wake State, maybe with Tyler C. I don't know. I think he's got more going on than just being handsome. So I hope we learn some of that, too. Well,
1: I certainly do, too. But what a hunk.
0: What a man. What a man. <laughs> what a man what a- <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Let me ask you before we wrap things up who do you want to be in the final two?
1: I like Ivan a lot. Yes. I really like Ivan. I think he's the person I'm rooting for.
0: You want him to win?
1: Yeah. Well, I want Ed to win. Right. For the just pure performance (laughs) art. So we know that. But like realistically, I think. Ivan I really like Ivan yeah and I like Massachusetts guys his name Brendan yes Brendan yeah I like him a lot too you know, I, there's something very been, sweet about both of them I,
0: yes Brendan has been rather quiet the last two episodes in terms of they've done it they've shown a lot of him talking really positively about the other guys which I think reflects so well on him at no point does he really criticize anybody and I'm just like chef's kiss to that. how do mm-hmm. you spend all this time at La Quinta with these dudes? So close to proximity, and you walk away with every in the moment interview is just like saying this dude is a great guy. Yeah, he was like easy as a wonderful man, and I can't see why she would send him home. I was like, what the heck, Brendan, you're perfect.
1: Yeah, he just seems like a nice guy. Yeah, you know? so I, 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 either one of them, I actually, not just because I like them the best. I, if you want to talk about where I thought there was real connections in their times together, yes. it was with those two.
0: I'm fully invested in that in both Ivan and Brendan. I don't know that she'll end up with Ivan, even though I would love that, because I think mm-hmm. she still doesn't quite like, she doesn't slip into this easy love with him. She's still working on it a little bit. Whereas with Brendan, she was just like, mm, my person.
1: Yeah, she um, like fell pretty hard.
0: Yes. I hope she gets rid of like Zaxi and Ben are dudes that she's chased a thousand times before. And I hope she sees them. I hope Get out of soon town. she realizes that those are not the guys for her. But I'm. It seems like next week, we are, Zach C is going to be, I don't know if they just edited it to give us the illusion that Zach C was going to be in trouble next week, but it seems like she kind of figures it looks out looks like he's things. in trouble. Yeah. It looks like
1: he and lawyer are in trouble. Yeah. My real prediction is that the show will be over and Ed will walk. Ed <laughs> will walk into the living room or whatever. and he, Nobody will even told him that the show.
0: She's already gotten engaged and, like, moved out and, (laughs) like, the show's over.
1: (laughs) I'm so fascinated by Ed. I'm sorry.
0: I hope for your sake they keep Ed for some sort of future production of whatever Paradise is going to look like this year. For for you. I don't want him around. I want him to be done. But for you, I hope they keep him.
1: I will say, like, as soon as Ed is gone, my devotion to this season goes down a little bit. I'll still watch, but, like... I, I cross my fingers every time they switch to a new scene because I'm like, here we go. It's finally yeah. going to be Ed's time. <laughs> and literally, his only role in yesterday's episode was, that was weird, huh?
0: Yeah. He was just in the background like, huh. <laughs> oh, am I still here? <laughs> uh, he's so, uh, so bad. Oh, we, need more, we need more footage of him working out, I think. <laughs> weird oh, my God. I'll never get over it. Okay. Well. We have to wrap this episode up because we've talked about everything there is to talk about and now we're just stuck in a loop about Ed for <laughs> eternity. <laughs> so listeners, if you have different predictions than us, if you don't think it's gonna be Brendan or Ivan, you should let us know on Instagram at you get a Rose or on Facebook you get a rose at Twitter, you get a rose or through our email hello at you get a rose dot com. Thank you to my co-host, Mike Fotus, for being here today. So nice to have you.
1: Thanks for having me. This is a blast.
0: Thank you to my producer, Beth Gibbs, for being so great. And we're wearing the same exact outfit right now. We're twinning accidentally. Thank you to my Talk1071 for hosting this podcast and to PodMN, where you can find tons of great podcasts. If you're looking for another great podcast through PodMN, you should look for the mess. That podcast features Mike Fotis and many other fun players in the Twin Cities who will give you a real guffaw of laughter. Um, You should also check out all the content coming out of Strike Theater, which Mike co-owns, and they have awesome stuff coming out, including some radio plays. So check that out, and thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you next week. For more on the show, visit yougetarose.com. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at You Get a Rose. You Get a Rose is a podcast from My Talk 107.1. Hear more great podcasts on mytalk1071.com.